0: Hello, and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. I am your host for today, Maya Moore, and I'm also a board member at Educators Worldwide. On today's episode, we are joined by Dr. Andre Boyer, also known as Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is an educator and former Peace Corps volunteer. His teaching career began in 1989, while he was in the military and stationed in Japan. Since then, Dr. Dre has taught in several countries, including China, Georgia, and Estonia. Dr. Dre has also been an English language fellow and an English language specialist for the US Department of State. On today's episode, Dr. Dre will be sharing with us some tips on relationship building, which is very important for our classroom. So we welcome you today, Dr. Dre, how are you?
1: I am well. Thank you very, very much Maya for the introduction. It is an honor for me to share my ideas on how relationships have influenced my teaching and provide just a few examples of it in the classroom. I'm gonna share three tips. First, establishing a respectful classroom environment. Second, getting to know students on a personal level. And third is demonstrating care. I'm a strong believer in forming a respectful relationship with others and starting a trusting classroom environment, and this is really my first tip. I incorporate this aspect based on mutual trust as we create the classroom culture and learning environment. I will set the tone the very first day of class by letting them know what my role is, lead, coach, facilitate, and is really to assist them to meet their personal and professional goals. Moreover, I remind them that they have a responsibility not only to themselves but to their classmates as well as me in the learning process by doing this i'm setting a learning environment and i kind of use my rules with that where they're free to ask questions make mistakes and lowers their effective filter and another thing that i do in my classroom as i'm writing the rules which are have fun ask questions and show respect we have a discussion about them. Actually, I have a student read each of the rules and we'll have a dis- short discussion on them. And these rules can be included in the syllabus and as well as I'm sharing them in the very first day of class. As we're talking about them, I will reiterate their importance. Another thing that I do, that I, in my classrooms where we're establishing that mutual respect is by doing a think-pair-share activity. In this activity, we ask them, I ask them questions. What do you expect from me? What do you think I expect from you? And what do you expect from each other? And again, with think, pair, and share, they provide us some time to think, they were pair up with their ideas. And then the outshare, I'll ask a couple of volunteers to share the summary of their conversation. I also demonstrate respect and with this setting up this tone is with my desire to them by smiling, acknowledging my own mistakes, stating when I don't know something and leading by example. I think relationship building starts with that rapport based on mutual respect, and this can help with learning. So that's really my first tip.
0: That's a fabulous first tip, just really talking about how to set the tone for the semester, the quarter, the class, whatever it may be, um, whatever you know, system you're working within, and so that students know kind of what to expect from you as an instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm really curious about the process of you know the students listing. Um, you have the, the rules listed on the board, and you talk through those. How do you you know navigate that conversation with students? I'm really wondering.
1: Sure, thanks. A great question. How I navigate it is is being open, and it, one of the things I tell them, for example, can you Maya? Can you please read the first question? What do you think that means to you? And so through that, just having that conversation and getting their input into them, this is one way that I navigate that and and sharing my experience of what it means to me. So again, sharing more of myself. And so this way they can get to share more of them themselves as we build that relationship.
0: I like that. And going back to the 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 point you're making about building a trusting relationship, a respectful relationship, just letting them know that they have the freedom to share with you what they expect from you as an instructor as a teacher yes. that's pretty that's pretty i feel revolutionary
1: <laughs> thank you appreciate
0: that you know most, most <laughs> instructors don't really think to ask that question right okay. what are you looking for from me right. and i think that in itself is starting to build that trusting relationship
1: it sure does yeah all
0: right all
1: right um the next tip that with relationship and from my experience you know as i mentioned that before as they're sharing about themselves, learning about them on a personal level. And I was spending time asking about their interests and concepts which are important to them. Mm-hmm. I then develop activities based upon their needs. For an example, in one of my classes, I had students do a KWO, what do you know? What do you wanna know? And what did you learn? And as well as a gallery walk about their ideal job. The assignment called for them to write what they already knew about their chosen profession, What they wanted to learn, then they had to read, observe, and or interview someone in that field and write what they learned. The final step was to create a poster to report their findings to include why they chose that profession, any challenges within it, and possible solutions to those challenges, its salary and education requirements. This activity could be modified for different levels by providing additional support, such as prompts for lower level students, and in an online environment, students could present and post a slideshow. I really think that creating these meaningful tasks can help with relationship maintenance. And that is my second tip.
0: Right. I I like the idea of you're you're setting the tone, right, the start of the the class you know showing your, to the students who you are you're letting them you know kind of show you what they're looking for from you as a teacher and then the next stage is you know just really getting to know them um and i'm 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 thinking that many teachers are wondering how long did this activity that you just discussed how how long did that take um mm-hmm. for the introduction of it <laughs> all the way to the the poster presentation <laughs> Sure. And, you know, it
1: depended on the class. So in one of the classes, I had advanced students. So in an advanced students, it didn't take long for them to, to do, do the work. So we talked about it in the class. And this is part of the curriculum itself when we talk about occupations. And so part of their outside work uh, was to do this KWL and then put it together. So for this particular class, I gave them about two weeks. And then they provided the information. We had a gallery walk. And and during the gallery walk, we actually invited other teachers to actually watch them present. It was a really uh, good thing for the school as well.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that the idea of inviting other other teachers and maybe in some situations you would like to invite other students from other classes, Uh, maybe you're co-teaching or team teaching. And so you all come together and have this, this big event.
1: It, it was a great experience for them as well as me and 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 the institution itself
0: very cool. and then I'm wondering um what what are other takeaways from that type of activity for you as as a teacher when you listen to the students in, 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 during their presentations mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. that start to get kind of the wheels turning of other activities, other lessons that you could could do
1: It did and for me as i and also another aspect of that is the assessment piece, you know, um, and and and, and help me know some of their strengths and some of their weaknesses. And also, as I got to know them a little bit more, of why they're doing things or why they wanted to be something, do something. As I looked at the curriculum down the road, I can say, well, maybe we can elaborate or have them elaborate a little bit more about themselves through the curriculum. And so in in my classes, it was, uh, we had another occupation, I'm sorry, another topic, it talked about um, what they don't want to do. And so we actually did some things about what they don't want and why they don't want to do it. So that kind of got my thinking from that perspective.
0: Okay, I love that the flip side of it. Sometimes it's easier to start with what we know we don't want to do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs)
0: Right? We know what environment we don't want to work in or what type of work we don't want to do. Instead of, yes, try to figure it out from that perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Very interesting. right.
1: And, you know, I already talked about setting the tone, getting to know students on a personal level. And my third tip with relationship building is showing that I really care. And I think this is important as we sustain the relationship. For me, it means to be authentic, honest, open, true to my own personal convictions and do my best. And I show that I generally care by maintaining high academic standards and holding them accountable for their actions and lack of them. I think by allowing them to be responsible for their own learning, we make them more independent learners. I like to say, I don't give grades or marked, they're actually earned. And to help me do that, I use a rubric when evaluating their work, and this really demonstrates my professional and personal care. For example, as part of a final exam in a listening and speaking class, I created an oral presentation rubric with specific criteria for each evaluated area, and I provided that up front. Based upon the class content, the rubric could be modified at many levels. In one lower level class, the rubric had two or three criteria. And in a higher level one, I included six to five to six aspects to be evaluated. And again, it could be used in a hybrid, online, and face-to-face classes depending on when, the modality that, that you're teaching it or we're teaching it. And I'd like to add that uh, in one of my classes, I, I asked for feedback on the rubric. I thought that I had included all the aspects that I wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. And as
1: I gave it to the students, they said, Sorry, something's missing here. And I acknowledged it. And then I changed it based upon their feedback before we actually implement in the classroom. And it was updated. And so that was very helpful for them as well as for me in our relationship. One of the things I like to always say is I try not to play favorites with any student. So by being objective with evaluations, I really show that I care and I'm true to my own convictions. And that was my third tip.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a great point because I, I don't know that we always think of assessment tools as, as a way of showing our our care or concern for the students, but that is really what it is. Like we've spent all, all this time together, right? This whole year, this whole semester quarter, what have you. And I'm taking the time as a teacher to come up with these assessment tools to make sure that what I But the learning outcomes I had for you, the goals that I had for you students that that we've actually achieved them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we just weren't coming together and doing these lessons for no reason, for no purpose. But I want to make sure that we met our goal. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah, I don't think I've ever really thought about it as as exhibiting care Mm -hmm. or concern, but it is really what it is. And um, I, I would like to spend some time talking about you asking the students for their feedback. Mm-hmm. So I understand that you gave them the rubric. This is what I'm going to be looking at when you're giving your presentation. Um, and then did you tell them, if anything's missing, let me know? Is that, is that basically as easy as it was? It, it
1: was easy as it was. <laughs> it <laughs> was. And, and so, and we, you know, when we talk about the learning objectives, so the objectives of the class, the students will be able to do X, Y, and Z. And so those objectives were the criteria that I was going, they were going to be evaluated on. And of course, you know, I'm human. And so I thought that I included one of those uh, objectives. um, But, or the outcomes, and I missed it. And so I asked them to look it over. And if they have any questions, concerns about it, please let me know we had that conversation um, uh, up front, and that helped me revise um, the rubric, uh, the assessment too, and and it showed me that hey, and I think it showed him also, I'm human. I can make mistakes, and I'm okay with that, and I can learn from my mistakes.
0: Right, that you are like you're a human, you're a person, as well as being a teacher. And I, I love you know just how that loops back to your first tip, right, of setting the tone of this respectful, trusting classroom, right, where we can share ideas. People, you know, you've mentioned before that, hey, I make mistakes, it's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, you know, I don't know everything. I'm going to tell you when I don't know something. So I think when you set the tone at the top, yeah. that makes it easier for students to then say, hey, Dr. Dre, you actually missed
1: yeah. X, Y, <laughs> and Z. You know? And I don't, and I don't take it personal. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, You know, um, for me, I, I think really, you know, the summit it all the relationship we have with others is an important aspect of teaching and in life. Yes. Setting the tone, knowing students as individuals and showing them that I care are really ways that I establish, maintain and sustain relationships. And I think over my years of teaching has made a significant difference in it. So those are the things
0: that I'd like to share today. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dre, for your time and for sharing these teaching tips. Um, you shared with with us tips that everyone can really put into practice in their classrooms um, pretty easily. I think um, they're just really um, important approaches and strategies to developing. A healthy, like vibrant classroom community. That's the sense that I'm, I'm getting from you. Just like this really vibrant, dynamic classroom community, which is what all teachers really are striving for, right? To create that for their students. So again, thank you, um, and I want to thank our listeners for joining us at this episode of TTELT, brought to you by Educators Worldwide. You can follow, like, and subscribe to TTELT on any social media that you follow, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we hope that you try one of these teaching tips this week or in your next semester, your next class. And when you do, we'd love for you to share with us how you're using the tips, how they've worked for you, the reaction from the students. We want to hear all of it. So please leave us a comment or a voice message on social media or at ttelt.org.